All right, everybody, it's time. It's the 2023 NBA preview, a couple nights before opening night. So everybody, you'll have a day, a full day to digest this. Tom, I'm excited as hell for this season. How you doing, my friend? I'm excited as well. Uh, I'm excited for the Knicks and the Nets to continue to build because neither of those teams are winning a title. Um, But I think they're both going to be pretty good this year. So I'm excited for the locals. Uh, I'm excited for new faces in new places. Uh, I'm very excited for this season to start. Me too, man. I I think the NBA is at a point now where regionally it's exciting. If you're a fan of just one team, your team has something that you can be very excited about, as you alluded to with our teams. And nationally, this sport is just a freaking juggernaut. It has turned into the 24-7, 365 soap opera where it really, there's no shortage of storylines. Took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to call the NBA nationally a soap opera. Um, And that's pretty much what it is. I mean, everybody's talking about it. We're about to talk about it. Sean, traditionally, I feel like we always start in the Eastern Conference, right? You'd be correct, sir. And we always start in the very east of the Eastern Conference, and that's the Atlantic Division. You would also be correct. All right. Five through one. I'll give you my five through one. You give me your five through one, and then we'll jump right in, okay? All right. Honestly, I think the Atlantic Division is one of the better divisions. Not that they matter in the NBA like they do in football or baseball, uh, because it's just one through eight, or actually one through ten in the playoffs I'm playing. Um, But I'm going to go Raptors 5, Nets 4, Sixers 3, Knicks 2, Celtics distant number 1. All right. I got to flip-flop the Knicks and Sixers. I really deliberated on this. (laughs) But when we talk about overall seedings for our teams, um, you might be surprised with where I have those two teams stacked up. I just can't, with how solid the Knicks are, And the Knicks had an amazing record after they signed Josh Hart. I think Josh Hart is a very flawed player in the playoffs, but I think he's an excellent regular season player. I think a lot to do with the regular season is just your IQ level and also your intensity. Um, I thought DiVincenzo was an amazing signing, and there's a few moves that I've got my eyes on for the Knicks as well. I think that's where the Knicks are. Um Listen, I think from the Knicks standpoint, this season is all about at least duplicating what you did last year, which is a second round playoff team in this Eastern Conference where, um, Tom, there's a, there's a lot of volatility. Uh, and no when you talk about just this division as a whole, you know, I have Philadelphia. I eventually put them second simply due to the fact that Joel Embiid did win the MVP this year. Yep. The Knicks don't have a player like Joel Embiid. Point. I just um, think that that's. I mean, you could go two ways. You could say James Harden's going to play nice, Embiid's going to dominate, and you think they're going to be the two seed. Or you can say it's just going to be a complete soap opera. Harden's going to blow things up. Embiid's going to get pissed off. I think it's going to meet somewhere in the middle, and that's why I put them at the three seed. So the Knicks have continuity at their disposal. The Knicks are a team that didn't make a lot of notable moves. They brought in DiVincenzo, who's going to fit in perfectly with the rest of his Villanova comrades. And the other aspect, Tom, that you did not mention, which is why I ultimately chose to put Philly at two in this division, 
is I think Tyrese Maxey is going to go from star to superstar. Where even with the wow. James Harden issues, I think Tyrese Maxey, there's a reason that they didn't entertain him in a James Harden or in a um, potential Damian Lillard trade. I think they believe he has another level. I think listening to a lot of NBA content across the media landscape, uh, there's a lot of people in the know and in the league that believe that he has another level to get to. So if you just bring complimentary players in for James Harden, which I eventually think will happen, and Tyrese Maxey takes that jump, I still think from just a star standpoint, it's better than what the Knicks possess. Um, but the Knicks as a team overall, I feel a little bit better about when the season ends and where they'll be seated in the East. Okay. No, listen, I respect that. I I think Maxi can make a big jump. I'm just banking that the Knicks are going to make a jump as well and that the there's going to be a little too much of a soap opera, some distractions, and I'm also banking on an annual Joel Embiid extended injury, and James Harden's not going to be there as he was last year to hold down the fort. That's what I'm predicting. Um, Celtics, let's talk about them very quickly. Um, I think that they're going to be a regular season juggernaut. I mean, the bottom line is... I thought Smart was a very diminished player. I thought White was better, and now that White's getting the PT, I think Porzingis is just going to be the best complementary player in the NBA, meaning like a non-vital star or player. And mm-hmm. Tatum and Brown, I mean, Brown had the, the what was it, an, op, an optical? He had an eye injury or something, and then he cut his hand. But outside of that, he's very healthy, and Tatum might be the most healthy player in the NBA. They're going to play damn near every single night. Williams is no longer on this team to bog them down with injuries. Porzingis is now. Um, but I think this team is better than last year, especially with Drew Holiday, obviously. Best defensive backcourt in basketball. They are going to blow teams out of the water. Yeah, they gave up some depth, but depth is going to be so easy for them to get on the buyout market. They still do have a, a, a good amount of second-round picks and uh, a first or two down the road that they can use in some trades. The Drew Holiday edition is just, like, that's the icing on the cake for me. I already like the Porzingis trade because of how he fits with Tatum and Brown and White. You've got Horford, who you know you can count on, but you don't have to count on him as much. I think Pritchard is going to get some regular playing time off the bench and help um, Cornette as well. Um Tom, I, I just don't see how this team has really any issues in the regular season at all. I think they're over under from what I saw last week when I put mine down was fifty four and a half. I'm I think they the went over. sixty. I think they went sixty. Yeah. Yeah. I think they end Me up. Too. You'll see this later on with my predictions. I think they end up get disappointing in the playoffs, given okay. a sixty win season. But I think they dominate the regular season. Um, Can I just make one point on Missoula? Yes. So last year, obviously, Missoula had laps ran around him by Spolstra in the Eastern Conference uh, Finals. But the whole season felt weird. Let's remember the situation he walked into. Crazy. Everybody believed it was going to be Ime Odoka's team. And like a week before camp, that news broke and everybody had to adjust to him and he had to adjust to the team. Marcus Smart's kind of an alpha, right? So I think they clashed. I think this is – they have much more continuity now. They know what to expect from one another now, and I think he's going to be a better coach, and particularly in the regular season. We'll see about the postseason and deep into the postseason, 
but I really like where this team is uh, heading yeah. into the season. And to add on to your point, I mean, last year all of his assistant coaches were cleaned out, and he basically was a rookie head coach with no one to help him out. This year he's got a lot of assistants, some veteran assistants. He This team will be much improved on the coaching. Uh, Raptors, I don't really have much to say. I think that they're going to stand pat and continue to rebuild this team. They lost. So what Fred. are they doing with Siakam and Ananobi? Or do they trade those guys in season, in your opinion? No, I just think I think that um, what's his name? Um, the GM there, Masai Ujiri. Masai Ujiri. I just think you know he's got the championship, and I think he trades like Daryl. I think if you go for if you're the Nets and you're like we want Siakam, I think you Masai is just an asshole about, it and he's like, yeah, you guys can have him. It's it's going to cost you Bridges and Cam Johnson. And a first-round pick. And that's why I don't think any of these guys are going anywhere. And I think he's completely fine with it. He won the championship, and he's going to rebuild this team from the ground up. And if if he doesn't like the deal for those guys, he's not going to give them up. Clearly, because uh, Ananobi, he was asking for 30 first-round picks. And Siakam's been on the block for, what, four years now, and he still hasn't gotten traded. So I think this team is going to look the way it does. I do think they're going to be a halfway decent team, but... Do I have them? Yeah, I have them making the play-in game. I think they're going to be a fine team. I think Barnes is going to look much better than he did last year. And just this division is very good. That's why I have them at five. Their over-under is 36.5. What do you think? They're in your play-in game. I mean, you may not need more than 34 yeah. or less than 30, you know? No, I think they're right. I think I'm going to go slightly under. Slightly under, okay. but, you know, if you win 34 games, you're going to get into a play-in game. I'm looking forward to seeing how Grady Dick plays. I expect him to be a lights-out shooter. Um, but I think the X factor to me with his team is Scotty Barnes. He's going to dictate the timetable. Yep. I think if he plays great uh, and they are in the play-in discussion, I agree with you wholeheartedly. They're not going to do anything. Maybe they'll make one addition or here or there. Um, but it's also incentivized for them to be pretty damn good, at least competitive, because um, San Antonio has a top-six protected pick in the Yacht, from the Yacht and Pirtle trade. So, Yeah. And I know it's a lottery unlike the other leagues, so you never know who's going to be picking first, but I think they're not going to have a very good chance to pick first because there's going to be teams that are much worse than them in the NBA. I think so, too. All right. Um, Sean, you said everything was the same with me except you flip-flopped the Knicks and the Sixers, which I respect. You ready to move on to the Central? Can we talk about my Nets for a minute? Oh, I apologize. I forgot about your Nets. Um, absolutely. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I think it's very apropos because I think most of the league is going to forget about the Nets. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing, honestly. For me, it's kind of refreshing with how much we talked about them with the, the, you know, they didn't win anything and we had to talk about them every second because talk about a soap opera that was. This team is building, man, and I, I really like their pieces. And I truly didn't mean to skip over them. I meant to say something and then I got into a Raptors thing. I love Bridges. <laughs> I love Claxton. Just dra- just drafted him on my fantasy basketball team. I think he's going to be a much improved offensive player this year, and he might even be a. If he needs to be, he can go down to the post a little bit this year. I think he's put on a little weight too, from what I saw. Um, I love Cam Johnson, and I, I just th- think this team. They tried. They tried the rebuild. They tried to go after superstars, and I think that they're going to go back to trying to build from the ground up, and they have some really good assets. And I think Bridges is going to look – I think he's going to win one of the all-NBA teams this year. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on all of that. I think they are positioning themselves the way they did in the past, where the next time superstars become available, uh, they're going to continue to enter that chat. This is a history. This is a franchise that's had history of pivoting from superstars, rebuilding, and then going back at it. Just this time, it's easier because you have Mikael Bridges, um, who we saw be probably the second best player on the Team USA team this summer. Um, you obviously have Cam Johnson who got paid and, and it's a very fair contract for what his trajectory is as a player. You know, everybody's going to talk about Ben Simmons. I was thinking about this, you know, Ben Simmons had a really good preseason taken to that. What you want. I'm still not hundred percent convinced, nor will you hear me as the net <laughs> fan on this pod. I'm not saying anything about... about how he's going to be great, but Tom, I will say this. He has the best of both worlds for him right now. He's in a big market, but he's on a small market team in a big market, which is probably best for him where he's not playing with superstars. He gets to play with a lot of other good shooters and guys that know their roles. And I think he's going to just be able to slide under the radar and shit. If you get 75% of Ben Simmons from his Philly days and he is a hundred percent recovered from his back. I think this is a guy who's still a really good player in this league. No doubt about it. He's not that far removed from making an all-NBA team. I think an all-NBA defense team as well, and I think he's like 25 or 26. Um, if you can get anything out of him, it'll be a bonus because he hasn't played I at also, all. No, and I also like the small – I mean, you have Dorian Finney-Smith, you have Royce O'Neal, you have Claxton, who you mentioned. You guys are going to uh, be dogs on the perimeter defensively. You're, the three-point shooting percentage against you guys is going to be bad. Dennis Smith Jr. on a one-year deal. He's one of the best defensive guards in the league. You've got Lonnie Walker, who had, remember, that big playoff game with the Lakers. I think he's going to be off the bench really really good. Dinwiddie's a pro. And Cam Thomas. Everyone everybody's kind of every, every, I know, everybody hates Dinwiddie. But Cam Thomas, man, this guy could just fucking score. And we've yeah. seen it so many times. You and need I a bucket getter. That, that could be your Jordan Claxton. I, I think sixth man of the year is in contention for him. Um, and I think that they're going to use him with a lot more of those perimeter defense guys where he's the main scoring option. They have a lot of flexibility with what they can do in season with making some moves either way, depending on how good or poor they are. Um, they're at 37 and a half. I have them slightly over winning 39 games. Mm. Um, I think they're going to be really fun. I don't think they're going to be anything outstanding, but if they can have that 18-19 team vibe that went 42-40, and 40, I would be really happy with that this season. Listen, the Nets are like that classic. They're the Dallas Cowboys right now. They're going to beat teams that they're supposed to beat, and they're going to lose teams that they're supposed to lose to. You know who they remind me of, and we'll get off of them and move on? They remind me of that Knicks team from 2020. Yep. Maybe they don't have a Julius Randle unless Bridges takes that step, but they're going to be that team that everyone else fucking hates to play because they're not going to take nights off from back-to-back. Literally, Bridges has never missed a game in his career, and they're going to just annoy the hell out of those teams that don't feel like getting up for a Tuesday night in January. Yep. No, no doubt about it. I think it's going to be, as long as your expectations are realistic, which yours sound like they are, it's going to be a fun year for the Nets. It'll be a quiet year for the Nets. I, I, I would embrace that. I, listen, after the last few years, like you said, I'm very happy with just a fun team with reasonable expectations, and we'll see who becomes available next because much like your team, we have a lot of assets to move. Yeah, it's just refreshing to have this podcast where you're not on here in a Brooklyn Nets 
uh, sleeveless jersey because you're 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 back to normal. We're back to equilibrium. Can I tell you, you don't know that. I might be wearing a That's true. Uh, Kevin Durant. I'm just kidding. You could be. <laughs> yeah, wearing a Kevin Durant. Yeah. Okay. I'm sp- I'm sure you burned that one. All right. Central Division. Let's move on. Um, five, I've got the Pistons, four, I've got the Bulls, three, I've got the Pacers, two, I've got the Cavs, and one, you guessed it, I got the Milwaukee Bucks. What about you? Yeah, I'm going Bulls last, Pistons fourth, uh, then I'm going, uh, Indiana, Cleveland, and Milwaukee. Yeah, we're, we're on the same page there. For me, I just, the reason why I picked the Bulls over the Pistons is because Cade is coming off that season ending, ending injury. Uh, they've got 30 centers on that team. If you have 30 centers, you really don't have one. I like the guy Duran out of Memphis. Um, I feel like he didn't get enough run. Um, and then for the Bulls, I think that they're going to get off to a really good start and then taper off, and they're actually going to sell at this deadline because at the very least, DeRozan is on an expiring um, mm-hmm. I, I, both of those teams are going to miss the playoffs. Do we, I don't really have much else to say to you. No, I am interested to see what Detroit does with Cade last year. Not having him, I think, really set them back, and he was the rookie of the year. Yeah, as for uh, we'll Chicago, see what they do with him and Ivy. Can they play yeah, together? Yeah, I, I, I still like Ivy. Do you think they can play together? Or you think yeah, play I think I think they can play together because Cade is is not a ball dominant has to have the ball all the time. He's an excellent passer. He can play well off the ball. When he's healthy, he can cut. And he's a bigger guard. I think they'll be fine. They got Joe Harris, uh, Bodin Bogdanovich, and um, Alec trade Burks. piece. All trade three piece. of them trade piece. they can trade. Yep, for Absolutely. sure. Um, we'll see if Harris yeah. can go back to his old ways because he, he lost himself there. As you yeah, know, better than hurt. anybody. Yep, he was hurt. Too high expectations. Plays no defense. Bad situation. Doesn't we'll see cut. if he can restore some value. Yeah, he's a one-dimensional player, and if you're not going to knock down that shot, although he can put the ball in the deck a little more than like Steve Novak or something, but he was again, before his injury. He's he's predominantly a shooter, and if your shooting percentage is going to dip down into the what? What was he at the low 30s by the end there? Oh yeah, yeah, maybe the 20s. I mean, you're going to play yourself out of league, so we'll have to see. I'm rooting for him. Pacers, man. I mean, this team has so many young players. It's unbelievable. Even outside of Halliburton, they got Matherin. I'm trying to think. Who else do they have? Oh, well, I mean, just looking at (laughs) – they've got your old boy, Obi Toppin. Yeah, that one I guarantee is going to come back to get me. Obi Toppin – You know, they brought in in, um, Bruce Brown, too, which I love. Oh, Amazing pick. Amazing pick, truly. Um I mean not a pick. They 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 went out and uh and picked him up, but that was a that was a great that was a great move. Obviously we like McConnell. We're we're pro yep. McConnell on this podcast. Um I just I really like the young talent on this team and I think if Halliburton can stay healthy, I think that they're gonna make the play and get or yeah, I think they're gonna make the play in tournament pretty easily. Yeah, I'm very high on this team. Um, and Jarris Walker, the, the kid they drafted out of Houston, I think he's going to be a really good player. He fits a lot of the criteria that Matherin has. He's really just a dog. Yep, yep. Um, and this team is a really – I'm very, very, very high on this team, bro. Keep an eye on Nebhard, too. 
I, I yep. liked him last year. He was good. This team is very talented, and it doesn't seem like anybody needs to have the ball too much. Nobody's being a bitch. Uh, Miles Turner has been great through the 30 years of trade rumors that they have him, and then they finally signed him to the extension. And I guarantee, I don't know the first time that the Pacers play the Knicks, but whatever the point spread is for OB top and individual points, take the over on that game because he's going to bite us in the ass. Talking about taking over or under. They're sitting at 37.5 right there with the Nets for win percentage. I feel more comfortable in Indiana. As a matter of fact, Tom, I have them in my seven seed in the Eastern Conference. Funny you say that. I do as well. Hey, look at us. I do as well. Um, all right, let's talk Cavaliers. I, I Personally, I feel like this could go either way, dude. I, they didn't make any major signings. Pretty much running it back from last year. I, Mitchell, it's Simmons makes a joke. It's the worst kept secret in the NBA. Mitchell's all but gone after this contract's up. He has a year left and then a player option, which I think he's going to opt out of, especially because they have that new collective bargaining agreement coming and he doesn't want to be there anyways. Um, and really, for me, Mitchell's going to do what he does and Garland is a proven player. To me, this all falls on Evan Mobley, and let's your boy Jared Allen needs to get a little bit more of an offensive package as well. I'm going to put it on him too. Those two he's need not to going improve. To. I know he's not, but I'm just saying. I'm, I got to call him to the carpet. I don't care. Listen, I, I don't have much to defend from what the Nets have done over the last several years. But the one thing they did when everybody thought they, they just threw him into the Harden trade, they had Claxton, who they already believed was a better, more cost-effective and a higher upside defensive player. And they've been and proven Allen's, right. And Allen's never going to have an offensive game to him. And he's a little soft. You saw the Knicks really take it to him in the playoffs. And that was sad to see. You know, they didn't make any major moves, uh, but they did bring in Matt Struess, who could help the shooting, and uh, George's Niang, too. Yeah. Uh, Niang, obviously, was good in Philly. So The winningest player in the 2020s. Did (laughs) you see that stat? Yeah, it's I like MJ. It, yeah. It's like Magic, Michael, Michael Jordan, LeBron, and then him. Um, yeah, I it's still big three uh, baby. I think that Mobley is gonna have a much improved game. Um, what is this year two for him? Year three. Year three, and this is usually the time that the superstars or the supposed superstars start showing it, and that's why I have him over the Pacers as the two seed. The only team I got in front of him, and the only team you got in front of him is the Milwaukee Bucks. I think this team, I think Giannis, as breaking news, by the way, Giannis just re-upped, signed another three-year extension. Um, So he's going to be sticking around in Milwaukee. So if I'm the Knicks, by the way, hot take, I'm not really crazy about Embiid for the amount that it's going to cost the Knicks. Um, You know, I was talking to my dad yesterday. He said the same thing. Just because, like, think about it. He's clearly, the injury history has been, proven he's been in the league for a while now and i know he's in his prime he's probably got four or five years left in his prime you to get him you're gonna have to give up everything everything Mm -hmm. we're talking four first round draft picks maybe five most likely three of those at least are going to be unprotected you're giving up rj barrett although quickly Quickly. you know they said that he's going to be a free agent next year you're giving him up too you're probably giving up another piece for what three, four years of Embiid and you clean the cupboard for him? No. This is what the Knicks should do. We're going to go after Mitchell. We're going to go after Carl Anthony Towns. We're going to trade for Malcolm Brogdon and we're going to win a title. 
I love that game plan. I know. Are those guys winning players? No, but if they come to the <laughs> Knicks, maybe they are. I don't know. I'm just. I, I think I still think Mitchell's a winning player. I agree, and I think Mitchell uh, with Tibbs, because Mitchell came in as you know as a defensive stopper oh yeah. with that wingspan and that athleticism. He wasn't supposed to be a scorer. I think Tibbs would turn him into the dog that he was at Louisville. I agree with you. Um, getting back to the Bucks here, I mean, you, yeah, Sorry. you got Giannis and Side Lillard. Track. No, you're fine. I, I think it's important. Listen, I hijacked how many pods talking about the Nets when they weren't relevant. <laughs> uh, you can talk about the Knicks because they actually are. No, uh, Lillard and, and Giannis are on the same timeline now. Um, this team, I mean, listen, they have done everything for Giannis to say we're really trying. Um you, you you bring in, obviously, Dame. You new coach. bring back Middleton and Lopez. You have a new coach. But, Tom, the, the depth of this team scares me, but I have a name for you. Uh-oh. And I think you're going to know who I'm talking about here. I guarantee you. Wow. Maybe that bet we made from the Ohio State-Michigan game, I go double or nothing. But you're going to parlay it into this. Nice. There will be a Bill Simmons podcast in November – Let's just say before the new year, okay. Where he will do a spot on. Mm-hmm. You know who I really, really like? This Andre Jackson Jr. is a winning type player, man. Oh, He's here we go really with the UConn good. love. Keep sucking, keep sucking. Okay, Andre Jackson is fucking awesome, man. And so you want to put? Seen- you want to put another twenty bucks down that between now and January first, that Simmons does not mention Andre Jackson on his podcast? Yes. All right, another twenty bucks in it. Um, we both listen, we'll, so we'll—it's going to be funny when he does that. That'll be—that'll be a funny car ride. Because because here's the thing, I, and I, the reason I say Bill Simmons will is because the amount of times I've listened to like Simmons on a Wednesday during the early NBA and NFL still going, where he'll be like, "Here's something from League Pass that interested me." And here's the thing, Jackson—I did not think when they drafted him would play much, but after this Dame trade, he's going to get legitimate minutes because you're you're looking at Pat Connaughton, Bobby Portis, campaign. There's not a lot else. Grayson Allen had that role. Jackson can play the two. He can play the three. He can play the four. He's his basketball IQ is off is off the charts. It's just a matter of offensively whether he can do enough, and I don't think he's going to need to. Um, I think he just makes so many winning plays. I think he's going to be a really good addition and get more playing time than people thought when they drafted him. That's just my thought. It's Mostly a bet because you look at the roster. So it's a bet. I'm Let's looking it, at baby. I'm looking at a at a tank top picture of you. I'm looking right in your eyes in the picture. So it's a bet. I love it. Yeah, it's a sexy picture. Um, all right, you ready to move on to the Southeast? I am. Uh, probably the worst division in the East. I've got in last place the Wizards. That's five for the Hornets. You can flip-flop them. I don't care. Magic three, Hawks two. And just like Simmons said on his podcast, I'm not falling for it. The Heat are number one in this division. Oh, yeah. I mean, would, did, did anybody really feel good about picking Atlanta over Miami in this division? I don't. No, but I do. I love Snyder. I just hate Trey Young. I don't hate him as a person. I just hate him as a player. I'm surprised you don't hate him as a person with all his, uh, what he did to the Knicks and that kind of budding rivalry that the fans have with him. Listen, but, I, I fan hate him. That's fair. Um Listen, I don't care how you seed Charlotte and Washington. Both teams fucking suck. And Charlotte 
still having Miles Bridges on this team with the newest developments that have come out are, are just heinous. And is Brandon it messed Miller, up I, that I picked him up on my fantasy team because I think he's going to average twenty points a game? No, because they're stupid enough to play him. Um, Brandon Miller, I think, is an exciting prospect, but I think he went to the worst situation possible. And uh, you know, for me, it's just like, when do you start entertaining Lamelo trades? Because he doesn't want to be there, and they don't want to. I don't think they're going to pay him much more than what they already gave him for his rookie extension. So I let's agree. Just talk about the, but I do think yeah. he's going to have a big year in spite of that, just to try and get paid somewhere. Somebody has to do something on this team. I mean, he's already well taken care of. He's on that extension, so he's doing just fine. Um, it looks like, Washington, by the way, I'm looking it up yeah. just because I didn't know. Um, I didn't know what else Bridges did, but it looks like he's banned to start the season oh really that must have been recent developments because he was with the team it just says how long is bridges suspended something or another explaining ban to start season i mean that might have been from last year because they didn't put a timetable on it and he he missed most of it came back late let me see i mean this article is from this is from sportingnews.com and it's from God damn it, these ads. You know when you scroll on the ads like just keep moving you around on the page? It's from today. Okay. So that's good. Maybe they made that decision because he was with the team recently, um, in the preseason. So um I don't really want to talk too much about it. Everybody who knows about the situation knows it's only worse and worse. Um, Washington, they bring in Jordan Poole. Anything else you want to say about this team? I think they're going to be absolutely terrible. They gave Avdia a five-year deal just to do something with some money, but I think they're first, second, third overall pick. Yeah, no doubt about it. Although, if you're playing fantasy basketball, Jordan Poole should be a pick. Oh. Definitely a sleeper pick for you. I would take Could him be a scoring of, title guy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want to take him in the first round, I wouldn't even argue with it. Honestly, no. I think he's going to be that good. What I'm trying to figure out what the hell he did. Meaning, well, it's the domestic. It's the domestic violence, but more has come out, and he was literally at the. He was literally arrested like two weeks ago. Yeah, I might have to drop him. God damn it! I thought he was going to be a steal. It's just more and more like you can't have a guy with with this stuff on your team. Eventually, you just got to say no. (laughs) No, yeah, so. We're done talking about them. I think Lamelo's going to have a big year, though. Another fantasy basketball guy. Um, Magic, are you are you in agreement with me? By the way, across the board, Heat one, Hawks two, Magic three, and then the rest we don't care. Yeah, Magic. I think. Listen, you know I love Palo. You know I was a Palo guy. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think I've got. I'll tell you what. I've got Mo Wagner as my most improved player this year. Mo Wagner, not Franz. No, I'm huh? sorry, Franz. <laughs> I was going to say, Mo is like a nice, I was going to say, if you took like a nice little rotational player and hey, turned them both improved. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I got I got Franz Wagner. I, I just think this team, it, it, Fultz is in a contract year. I think this team has so much talent. They're so young. They're not going to be, they're going to win. They're going to lose a lot of games in dumb ways, but they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. And again, I have them going to the play-in game. Dude, I couldn't get there with them, but I, I really like I have I to hear who you concerned. have going into the playing game over them. Or do I? Because I, I have, have them as a 10. I have them seated. Okay. Yeah, I have them yeah, seated. Yeah, I was going to say. So they're, they're, 
it was between them and Toronto. That was who I was deliberating. Wow. So you don't have. Wow. Okay. I got to hear. We'll save it for the end. Actually, aside from. No. Do we have much to say about the Hawks or the Heat? No, right? Well, the Hawks, I mean, full year of Quinn Snyder, your boy. I mean, he's going to. Is is he going to get Trey Young to play any defense? You got DeJounte Murray. Um, I mean, this team did start playing a little bit better when he took over. I still think there were better coaching opportunities for him to eventually take, but he took this one. And, you know. They, there is talent on this team, and they traded John Collins, which I think was about fucking time. Oh I couldn't God. go into another year with John Collins on this roster. Yeah, no. They, they traded into a weird team, though, because Utah's got, uh, what's this, Kessler and a couple other bigs, right? But mm-hmm. um, I guess they went they for the Sadiq asset. Bay. Yeah. I like Sadiq Bay as a player. They do. Um, and then the Heat, I know Larry's a year older as well as Jimmy Butler, but I feel like Jimmy Butler is going to continue what he did in the playoffs for the season. Listen, everybody either wants to short this team because they were the eighth seed last year or the ninth. Well, yeah, they were the eighth seed last year. I, there's enough talent on this team, and they still, because they didn't make the Dame trade, have a litany of assets that they can use. I mean, Tyler Hero, people keep talking about him like he's a throw-in player. He's a really, really good he's gonna player. He's going to have a huge right? year. Chip on his shoulder He's going to have a huge year. you got Caleb Martin. You've got... Uh, Lowry's expiring that you can use in a deal. Not Robinson, to mention, bro, it's the Heat. You know that they're just going to pull another Gabe Vincent, and another Max Struess out of their ass. You've got Nikola Jovic going into year two, had a really good showing during the um, during the World Cup. And then Jaime Jaquez, I loved him at UCLA. I think oh, you did yeah. too. He's going to be a good player. Oh, yeah, he's going to be a very good rotational guy. I mean, he's already 100 years old, so you know he's never going to be an all-star, but he's going to do his job very well. Let's talk about seeding. You ready? Yeah. And I'm going to give you my 10, and then you go your 10. Or Let's do playing, and then we'll do six down, okay? Whatever you want to do, bro. You're the CEO. You okay. tell me. I'll give you my four. I got, because I'm very curious about your four playing. I got the Magic at 10, the Raptors at 9, the Nets at 8, the Pacers at 7. We really don't have much to, to go with here. I have, I, have the, uh, I have the Nets slightly ahead of the Hawks. Uh, but I have both there. I have Orlando 10, Atlanta 9, Brooklyn 8, Indiana 7. Okay. Who did you leave out that I had in? Um, I'm trying to figure out because I got the Pistons, Bulls, Hornets, I left out Wizards. Toronto. Toronto's missing the playoffs for you. Yes. Who do you have in the playoffs that I don't? I have, uh, let's see, I have, like I said, or, uh, Orlando 10, Brooklyn 9, Atlanta 8, Indiana 7, and then I have Cleveland at 6, Miami at 5, New York at 4, Philly at 3, Milwaukee at 2, Boston at 1. Hmm. I got so I Magic. Toronto, yeah. I'll go through mine. I got Magic 10, Raptors 9, Nets 8, Pacers 7, Hawks 6, Sixers 5, Knicks 4, Heat three, Bucks two, and Celts one. Okay, I don't think we're that far off. I got yeah, Toronto just out of the play-in, and then Chicago, Washington. Oh, you have uh, Chicago, Detroit, and Charlotte. Whatever, I, it's not a big deal. I'm just trying to figure out who you have in for the Raptors that I have out. Because I got the Bulls. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't have I the got, Raptors in. I got the I Bulls out, Pistons out, Hornets out, Wizards out. Yeah, and Toronto too. They're the eleven for me. Did I miss a team here? What am I doing? 
I think you're just a little off. I think you're trying to come up with another team. We have the same 10. Oh, we have the same. So the Raptors are in for you. No, the Raptors are out. Uh, the, Raptors are, team. the Raptors are in for me, Sean. That's what I'm saying. The Raptors are nine for me. All right. So I don't know what the problem is. I'm just trying to figure out the team that you <laughs> replaced the Raptors with in the playoffs that I had out of the playoffs. I literally can't tell you. I have, yeah, because I have Orlando. I have Brooklyn. I have Atlanta. I have Indiana. That's my 10 through 7. Hmm. That is so weird. I have Magic, Raps, Nets, Pacers. Whatever. Who cares? I don't know. I think we just burned like t- five minutes of a pod, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I know. It's it it funny. Uh, let's move on to the West, though. I, I, I This is going to piss me off all night, Sean. Send me your paper after you're done. Um, I will. Okay. Just because <laughs> I I'd think... I'd like to see you cross-reference. Yes. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have Michaela take a video of it. I'll be doing it all night. Um, all right. I have listed first. I have the Northwest. You okay with that? Listen, after that last segment, yes. So let's just move on as fast as we possibly can. All right. Five, I got Blazers. Four, I got Jazz. Three, I got T-Wolves. Two, I got Thunder. Number one, I have the reigning NBA champion, Denver Nuggets. Yeah, I'm going uh, Portland, Utah, Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Denver. Okay. Portland, not much to say here. I think that they're going to trade Robert Williams. I think that they're going to trade Brogdon. Um, I think that there's going to be some ups and downs just because there's not enough basketballs for Simons, Sharp, Scoot, and Aiton. But I think that they're going to all develop by the end of the year and be pretty fun players. I think I think uh, Scoot's going to be amazing, and I think Aiton's going to be a 2010 guy this year if he can stay healthy. You forgot another guy that needs the ball, and that's Jeremy Grant, who they gave uh, the big Grant's contract gonna, to. I think they're going to trade him <laughs> if they can. Yeah, I think they have to wait till December 15th is when they can start trading him because they did give him the big four-year deal this summer. But in either event, yeah, they're, they're, this team, it's really young. It's really exciting. What's interesting I just think about that, they that. needed an identity change. What's interesting about that is they gave Grant the extension before they got the lottery, right? Yeah, and before Dame requested the trade. Yeah, so they definitely thought that they were going to have. No, I'm Dane. sorry. They it was done after because the draft is first. Mm. The draft is the twenty. Was the well, they just gave him an extension June. though, right? It was a brand new deal. Yeah, it was a four. It was a brand new four year deal. He and was that's weird because I thought they yeah. signed him pre that, and they were like, "All right, we're going to get Brandon Miller, and we're just going to keep Dame." But that clearly, by the way, Brandon Miller is going to be very good. Um, all right. We're done with them. The Jazz, I think they're going to continue to build. I think that they'll beat some teams that we don't expect them to beat just because they're well coached. Um, But I think that they're, at the end of the day, going to go for a draft pick and begin to tank, kind of like they did last year. What about you? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I I don't think there's uh, much incentive for them to do a whole lot. I think they want to be competitive. Um, And they have some exciting players on this team. Uh, I just think that they're nowhere close to where they want to be. But you never know. I mean, listen, Danny Ainge is a madman. He might see the way they're playing and decide, hey, you know what? I kind of want to go for it. They apparently were in on Dame from what Rosillo and Simmons said. So Mm, That's interesting. All right. Next team for me, you have them flip-flop, but I got the T-Wolves. 
I like the Thunder a little bit better just because I think the Thunder are going to win more games just based off the fact that they're young and every single player is going to play every single game. And this is the first year where they're fully not tanking. They don't have one foot in the tank, one foot in the playoff. I think they're going to go all out this year. SGA is going to play a million games. I think Chet's going to be amazing. I think he's going to average probably two and a half blocks a game. They've just got a great young core. And then as for the T-Wolves, I just think that there's going to be a few hiccups with Gobert in the middle that's going to screw up Edwards. That's the only reason why I have them down a little bit. But they're both playoff teams for me. I don't hate it. Uh, it's certainly nothing I really am going to argue with you about. Listen, for me, the thunder is I just want to see how all of these pieces are going to fit because it's so many pieces. Chet is really exciting. How much is he going to play? Is he going to do back-to-backs? All that jazz, but they are such a good team, and I, I think everybody who's high on them rightfully should be. Their potential is crazy with SGA leading that whole team. For me, it's Minnesota. Is you, you, they resigned or they gave McDaniel's the extension today? That's huge. You got Gobert, you got Cat. Remember how much time Cat missed last year, and I think Anthony Edwards is just continuing to take him his game to a brand new level. He was the best player on Team USA this summer. And I think he's just about to take his level to, you know, superstardom. This is year three for him to year, uh, year four for him. So uh, I just think the the ceiling in the regular season is a little higher for Minnesota. Yeah, no, it's about that that time, and I I, I have to agree with you on. I think Edwards. Who is would the you best rather part. have to start a team right now? Sorry to cut you off, but would you rather have Ant or SGA? Ant. Okay. Ant's young Kobe Bryant right now. He's something else, dude. No doubt. Do we have to say much about the Nuggets? Does the Bruce Brown loss hurt, or do they just replace him with Christian Brown and they're fine? They're fine. As much as I love Bruce Brown, I think you might might be the only person on the planet that likes him better than I do. It doesn't matter. Brown will do everything he did. A full season of Murray and Jokic? Yeah, this team's a wagon. No doubt about it. They're going to win a lot of games, and I think they're going to be even better. They're going to be better defensively this year. Uh, all right. What do we want to do next? Pacific. Ready? Sure. Another juggernaut of a division. I've got the Clippers at five, the Dubs at f- four, the Kings at three, the Lakers at two, and the Suns at one. And let me tell you, Sean, I was very tempted to put the Kings at one just based off the fact I think that they're – going to try a lot harder in the regular season than the other two teams, but I have the hiccups, by the way, but I had to stick with what I had. Well, we got you really excited when we were trying to figure out how we were possibly different on our East uh, standing, so I hope the West goes better. I've had the hiccups all day today. (laughs) So you're buying, you're not able to get rid of them, huh? They just linger? No, they've been in and out all day, and I don't know what what it is. That's a pain in the ass. Well, I'm going to make you talk about the Kings. They were the third seed in the West last year. You buy into any, you you don't buy into any. You know, maybe they peaked last year. They think you think they're going to be right around there again. Yep, I think Murray's going to be better. I I think Mitchell's going to be better, and I think Sabonis was hurt in the playoffs. And I also think that this team's just going to care a lot more about the regular season than the Suns and the Lakers. Oh, I can't. Do it, man, with these goddamn hiccups. I'm sorry. 
Hang in there, brother. Uh, I'll try to talk, hold your breath, drink some water upside down. I don't know, whatever you got to do. Um, for me, I'm not as high on the Kings as I want to be. I-, I need to see more than just one year. I think there was a lot of volatility in the West last year. I think the West is a little better this year, so I have them last. Um, Whoa. I have the Clippers. I have the only in the division. Only in the division. So you're saying that the- all five of these teams are going to at least make the play-in? All five of these teams are making the playoffs. Wow. I mean, yeah, divisions don't really matter as much as the other leagues. It's just, I mean, that's that's ballsy of you with the Clippers. It's not really that ballsy, but it's just like, are there, are Kawhi and PG going to play at all? Tom, I, I don't know. And if I, and if I lose my could mind get thinking, it, it, that's my thing, is I think eventually they're going to get hardened. You've got Westbrook, who seems to fit there. I if, I don't really understand the buzz about Terrence Mann being the holdup in this trade. I like Terrence Mann as a player. You know, Norm Powell, Rocco, you could trade them. Uh, but I think overall, man, like, it, this is sh- – I'm going to use your term right now. It's shit or get off the pot time with this team. Moving into a new arena next year, they have to be good. I, I – <laughs> Eventually, I don't know what their ceiling is. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I do not have them in the Western Conference Finals. But I think for a regular season, they're not going to be able to dick around as much with the with the uh, load management, with the new rules. I just can't take a team with Paul George and Kawhi and maybe Harden and be like, no, you're just not you're just not going to be there. Um, but I understand your Kings love. I love them too. I just couldn't put the Clippers any any lower and then i got the lakers i got the warriors and i got the suns all right um all playoff teams for you i mean these teams are pretty well noted i think i think even with kd i think the suns will still claim the one seed even with kd if you know missing a few games or whatever it's just inevitable at this at this point in his career that he's going to miss a few but it doesn't matter. I think Booker's going to be great. And I think Beal's, at this point, become un- underrated. He's just been so shit-talked. Yeah, I just question how quickly they're going to mesh. I, th- I could see it taking a little bit, and I don't think Denver has much to figure out, especially with Murray playing all year. No, no doubt at all. I'm just talking about it from a division perspective. Anything else on this d- division you want to talk about? What is this Warriors team ceiling for you? Championship. Ugh, I can't talk. Championship is their ceiling. Um, just because I can't count out after what I saw saw from Draymond last year, even with the punch, he had a great year, and Curry, I can't count him out. Um, Wiggins missed so much time last year too. He did, and then CP3, I think, is going to be great for this team. I think CP3 is a smart enough basketball player to realize where where he is in his career, and he's going to recognize his role, and he's going to play it. Like the superstar he is. <laughs> so I think, geez, I think the Dubs have a chance to win a title this year. Do I think that that'll happen? No. But I do think Curry's going to have an amazing year. I think the Warriors can make it to the second round, realistically. I think they can definitely make the second round. I'd kind of be really disappointed if they didn't make the second round. Uh, for me, it, it is Chris Paul, baby. Come on, let's go. Uh, this is the infrastructure where you should be able to check your ego at the door and be a sixth man. If they want you to be a sixth man or, you know, be a little bit more passive. You're not going to be the lead point guard when you've got Steph. Maybe you will a little bit. Maybe you won't do a whole lot, 
he just needs to say, I'm going to be the best version of myself that I could possibly be for this team. And then I think the, the elephant in the room is, is Kaminga this year's Wiseman. Do they get to the trade deadline and be like, listen, we need a piece. We can trade him to another team. that might Or maybe he goes off. Figure it out. You, know, you could do that too. I, that's my thing is it's just so hard with a veteran laden team to, to look at him and Moody and think that they're going to have legitimate contributions. Um, because they may not fit what this team really wants to do. Um, maybe they play really well and they get more for them than they think they will. But I still think that adding more vets uh, and making a, and making a good move in, the, in, in February is on the table for them as well. Nah, no doubt about it, especially with the new GM. Um, all right, you ready to move on to the Southwest division? Yeah, this, this, this division's something else, Tom. It really is, especially because we would have we would both have the Grizzlies as number one, but Josh suspend, suspended for 25 games. That changes it for me. I got the Spurs at five. I let me tell you, with this three with this three four seed, I wrestled with it for a while. I've got the Rockets at four. I've got the Mavs at three. I've got the Grizzlies at two, and I've got the Pelicans at one. I think <laughs> uh, Pelicans stay healthy this year. I think Zion finally finds it. I think he's going to be an MVP talks, and I think the Pelicans have a really good season. So you and I are in lockstep on this division. Wow! Um, I, I honestly, I, what's funny is I expected this to be the most uh, par, like the the least parity between us. So I couldn't do it, and the reason being is let's just start at San Antonio. Wemby's going to be a phenomenon. Sohan is awesome. They paid Devin Vassell. This team really doesn't have a lot of talent, but they're going to be fun and they're going to shut Wemby down because remember, he basically played basketball for like 14 straight months. Even when the draft came, he was playing uh, for his team in France's championship. So um, they're going to they're going to suck and they're going to shut him down probably around March. And that's fine. Um, I got Houston. I don't get this team. I know when we talked about free agency. Listen, if you want to say no to James Harden, that's fine. Tell me how Fred Van Vliet with Dylan Brooks, who wants to shoot more and have a larger role, fit with Jalen Green, <laughs> Jabari Smith. Uh, Kevin Porter, remember, is no longer there, and for good things uh, because of his domestic uh, violence. Uh, he's, he was traded to the Thunder and released, and he'll probably never play again. Um but there's a, there's there's the young guys. The only thing you can tell me is Ime Udoka, who's the coach there, is going to ride these motherfuckers and force them to play defense and be a hard-nosed team. I just think that when you had a team that basically played, you know, they, they played pickup basketball last year, they played AAU basketball last year, and now you're asking them to mix with these vets I don't really get it, man. I, I, I wish I had more for you. They're, that's why they're four for me. I, I just don't understand how these two different timelines in one team mesh. I guess they they just had money to spend, and they, they wanted to throw it at somebody, maybe keep Van Vliet as a trade chip further down the line. Kind of weird because by the time that – They gave him the bag. Yeah, by the time that they can trade him, his you know no teams he's going to be a diminished player. Um, yeah, the only reason why I have him at four instead of five was because of Van Vliet and um, the coach, Yudoka. So, don't really care. I love Jalen Green. I don't know why I love 
these electric athletic scores like him and Anthony Edwards. Well, that's and, why. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, three, and I'm telling, I'm telling you, man, I had a really hard time not flip flopping these two. I got the maps. I think uh, it's just at this point, Kyrie Irving is is going to have to prove me wrong that he's not going to fuck this season up. And, and Luca may just never come back from where is he from again? Lithuania, Latvia, something like. Something like that, Serbia. I don't know wherever he's from. Slovenia. I you could have had me name every country on earth, and I might have named Slovenia Slovenia last. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just and outside of that, I hate this team. They just outside of Cur- outside yeah. of Curry, I just they don't have anything. It's Luca and nothing, and Luca has outside of that game that that. That Eastern Conference Finals run, which had the Suns not gotten COVID, would have never happened. I, I he just hasn't proven to me that he can be. I think he's a great player. I think he's probably a top five player in the NBA. He just hasn't proven that he's figured out how to win yet for me. He's a really hard player to play with. Kyrie and him put up some pretty prolific offensive numbers last year when they played together, but their defense was easily one of the worst. Um, they bring in Grant Williams. I like Grant Williams. But I could see his personality with those with Kyrie and Luca really clashing. They could really uh, use should, a Robert Williams because they don't have any inside presence either. I mean, Tom, there's a legitimate chance they're starting two rookies: Derek Lively and Omax Prosper. I mean, Josh Green is still there. Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleber. They brought in Rashawn Holmes. They brought back Seth Curry, as you said. Tim Hardaway still there. I I just think this roster is incredibly underwhelming. I don't in a loaded West. I just don't see where they're getting a lot of wins. I agree. And listen, as Lee, as great as a player that Luca is, it's just clearly not enough. The, this team has nothing else. I'm sorry, Kyrie just doesn't doesn't do it for me. And I love he Kyrie. Is- I, you know, I'm a Kyrie guy. He was my favorite player for years. But now it's just like, dude, you barely. You barely play. All you do is cause problems. It's not only that, which is the fair narrative, and I obviously witnessed him burn down my franchise. But it, I'm not even saying from like a spilled grape, like spilled milk, sour grapes kind of thing. I thought you were um, going to say spilled great gravy. I'm like, wow, Sean's I, trying to invent new lines over here. No, I, I just mixed the two stupid uh, cliches together. Spilled but Tom, grapes. I. Spilled grapes, baby. Obviously, that's the saying. Um, <laughs> well, that one actually makes sense. Um, here, here's the thing: like, he's not. He doesn't contribute to wins. And the downside from when Durant would go out, or when Harden would go out, or when it was just Kyrie playing, he would do some incredible things. But the Nets wouldn't win a lot of games. <laughs> he and and. That's the problem with him is as prolific as he still is offensively, he has not contributed to winning teams in a long, long time. Yeah, um, since and, what, and 2016? 17, yeah, 16, 17. Yeah, no, that's a great observation. It really is. Um, and spoken like a like a true bitter Nets fan. <laughs> that I am. All right. Um, Two C. I want to talk. Grizzlies. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on Memphis here? Obviously, I mean, I think Simmons job. I think Simmons said it perfectly. I think Smart's going to think, "All right, it's it's takeover time and for for the first 25 games and I just think it's going to be bad news for them." Um the, I just I think that they're going to be a good team when Ja comes back, but I think they're going to get off to a slow start 
with Bain as your best player, and you're going to have to figure things out. And honestly, I have I have him in the playing game. You know what I don't like is that we got the news yesterday that um, Stephen Adams is going to miss the season with with a knee injury, so he's done. You've that also sucks. got Brandon, I mean, talk about like the most durable player too. You've also got Brandon Clark coming back from the Achilles. Um, he's not going to be ready to start the season. We don't know when he's going to play. So Triple J now has to go back and play the center position, which he does not want to do and he shouldn't be doing. Um, so that sucks for them. Derek Rose, Luke Kennard, John Conchar. Like, I don't love the depth on this team. I kind of only have them second in this division because the other three underwhelm me so much. But They could use Tyus Jones. Like Why did they let him walk? I don't know. He made so much sense for what that team – that's why they were able to stabilize when they won 25 games without Jot two years ago and 11 with him, without him last year. Agreed. Um, I still think this Memphis team is obviously good enough to even win the play, plane and go to the playoffs, but I just think that missing a Jot and, like you said, the other players' injuries are – the reason why we both have the, the Pelicans as the one seed, everything's roses and lollipops for me in New Orleans – Obviously, just came from there, so had to get a had to get a feel, had to get a vibe, and they were just like, "Listen, not only is Zion's sperm strong, he is strong right now." That's what they told me. <laughs> so we're good down there, and I think I'm I'm telling you, and I might say this, I might say this until the day he announces his retirement. This is this is the year for Zion where he puts it all together. I mean, in that twenty something game stretch last year. They were arguably the best team in the NBA when he was playing. Absolutely. Uh, they were they were incredible. I, I don't love that Trey Murphy uh, got hurt and is going to miss the first couple months because that's a lot of shooting. Maybe my boy Jordan Hawkins gets some of those minutes and he can shoot some threes and fill it up. But I love Herb Jones, Larry Nance Jr., Valanchunas, Herb Jones, um, C.J. McCollum, and Ingram. Like, it's a really good team, man. It's a really good team. It absolutely is, and another year together, I I think that they are going to be a very good team, and they're going to be in the playoffs, and that leads us to our seeding. Sean, I, I have to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I left my 10 seed in the play on, play-in game vacant, and I was curious who you had in, in there, and I was between the Clippers and the Mavericks for that 10th mm-hmm. spot, and I'm going to put in the clips i think you convinced me on that just because of the load management and whatnot i think that there's there's no way the clips completely miss the playoffs. so i got the clippers at 10 now t wolves at nine grizzlies at eight thunder at seven the warriors at six i guess i'm just gonna go straight through it now pelicans at five <laughs> <Might> as well <laughs> kings at four lakers at three Suns at two the nuggets at one um. Yeah. Sorry. I just I realized halfway through I went fully through through there. So you might as well. Hey, you had a gap between a hiccup. I I think you should have ran with it. Yeah. I I'm dying right now. I know you are really. I mean, you are uh, you are fighting through this thing, brother. Um. So at ten, I have Minnesota. Um. I just I I think they're a good team. The hard part with the West, you know, the East for me it was really three tiers. It was, I got the Celtics and the Bucks, and then it's kind of that Philly, New York, 
Miami, Cleveland. And then it's really kind of everybody else. I guess four tiers with Charlotte uh, and um, and Washington out. But everybody else you could kind of talk me into. This Western Conference is just – it's a lot of really good teams that you're going to have to see based off of your own personal preference. I got Minnesota at 10. I got Oklahoma City at 9. Um, I got Memphis at 8. I got New Orleans at 7. This is our biggest difference here. I got the Clippers at six. Yeah, we, and that's me because and you, I think they're going to get hardened. I've gotten burned so many times on making predictions that just don't happen, so I stayed away from I it this year. It. But I respect it. I, I listen. I respect what you did too. I mean, really, like this is hard. I, I didn't love doing it I, when I when I made my list. I said, All right, I guess I'm doing this. I just find it hard to believe that if those guys are both playing on a very high level and they get hard, and you got Westbrook running that second unit. I think this team is still their their upside is still a little bit better, uh, and I know we're basing this we're predicting seeding, so it's regular season record. But I just love what the Clippers could be, and again, I only love them to the sixth seed. I got your Kings at five, I got your Warriors at four, I got the Lakers at three, I got Denver two and Phoenix one. Now I know I said I asked you the question. Could Denver be a little bit better in the regular season because they have that continuity? I think they're going to give Jokic a couple days off that mm. they usually don't give him because he was chasing MVPs. I think Murray, you don't want him knowing that you're trying to get to a finals again. You're not going to want him playing second half of back-to-backs to start the season. I think Phoenix is going to take a little bit of time to figure it out, Tom. But once they do, I see them putting together one of those stretches from like December to early February when they're like 18 and two. I got to be honest, man. You're making a lot of sense here. I'm going to flip flop. I'm going to put the Nuggets at two and the Suns at one. You're you're making too much sense right now for me not to listen. Thank you. I told you I really was thinking about this. You absolutely were. All right. I'm looking at just because it's our I think it's our biggest discrepancy outside of the Clippers and we've heard, we've already broke that down. I you've got the Thunder. Where do you have the Thunder? 9. I've got them at 7 and I had them finishing second in their division. You had them finishing third. Mm-hmm. Their over under is 44 and a half. What do you, do you think that they do you think that they cover? No, I think they're slightly under. Okay. That's that's fair. I'm going that's a big number. I'm I'm going to I'm going to say under 2. I was curious if we had a bet going on, but we don't cuz I agree with you. Never mind. The Thunder Tom to me are that team where if you're really really high on them, you're slamming that over and that's going to be your team this year. I really like them. They won 13 or 14 more games last year or this past year than they did the year before. Chet didn't even play. You got the two Jalen Williams. You got Shea. I just think this West is a fucking gauntlet, man. And there's really not a lot of easy games. Like, they're not going to have those really shit teams on a consistent basis. So they'll win their fair share of games. I think if they get 42 or 43 wins, that's a damn good season. I agree with you. That's why I only have them at a seven seed and we're sticking with the under. All right, Sean. Who is in the NBA Finals for you? I got the Boston Celtics representing wow. the East. Okay. 
playing the Los Angeles Lakers out of the West. Ooh. So you do you think the Lakers make a move to get better at the deadline? You think they trade D'Lo? What what gets the Lakers? Because listen, the Celtics you don't even have to break it down. They on paper are the best team, even with Dame on the Bucks. Um, what makes you think that the Lakers are going to make it to the finals? What do they do? How does it happen? Explain it. I intentionally didn't want to talk about the Lakers when we did the Pacific because I wanted to save it for my finals. Also, to give you a little bit more time with your hiccups. Um, Thanks. Dude, honestly, for me, the way this team played once they made the trades in February, outside of Denver, they were the best team in the NBA. And they lost in four games. All of those games were close. I think they did the Russell trade. Simmons said it on his pod. I'm copying him. I cite my sources. That tr- that that contract was done to be traded. I think he's really good, though, and fits what they do. So I think he's going to contribute to a lot of wins in the regular season. Austin Reeves is a star. You've got Davis, LeBron, Reeves. I really like Hachimura. I really like uh, Torian Prince. I really like the Gabe Vincent addition. They can shoot more now. Um, this Jackson Hayes might help them out on the inside for a little bit. I really like this team, and there will be moves to make at the uh, at the trade deadline again. Um, Vanderbilt's deal was also done as a very tradable asset. I don't have much... If they suffer a serious injury, they're fucked, and we know that. But seeing the body of work from February through May, I love this team, and I think LeBron has one more really crazy run in him. So that's why I'm picking the Lakers. Very nice. Um, I don't see the Lakers going all the way to the finals, but I do think they have a very good year. Hiccups are gone, by the way, everybody. Uh, I defeated them. I am a champion. Uh, Crushed like, it, baby. Yeah. Well, in case anybody's wondering what I did, you take – I was instructed on this today and it seems to have worked. You blow all the air out of your body. So huge exhale. Then you take a huge deep breath in with, with your sternum and you hold it as long as you can. Hiccups are gone. Well done. Thank you. Um, so back to basketball, which is what we were talking about. I like that Lakers pick, but I just think the Nuggets are a juggernaut, and I think they're they're going to stick around for a couple of seasons, kind of like the Warriors did. I just think they're built for today's NBA and built for success. I've got the Nuggets going to the championship against the Milwaukee Bucks. Whoa! Yeah. Okay, explain Milwaukee here. I know they made a sacrifice on depth. I totally understand that. And I also understand the fact that they made a sacrifice on defense. But I think what we're forgetting is the fact that their coach was a joke towards the end there. He didn't make any adjustments in that Heat series. I know Giannis got hurt, but aside from that, he didn't make any fucking adjustments. And I just think Giannis was, for a guy who's won two MVPs and a defensive player of the year, I think he was underutilized last year, especially defensively. And I think now that they're going to be forced to use Giannis as the defensive juggernaut that he is, given Dame's lack of just the perimeter defense is going to be night and day from last year, but I think Dame's scoring outweighs that, as well as his ability to create. Um, 
And I also think that there's a move to be made for them. Obviously not for a big player, but for a smaller player. And Brooke Lopez is still going to be able to play that role of just an anchoring center that just blocks the shit out of everyone. Um, because they're still going to be able to funnel everybody to him because Giannis is Giannis. Um, so for all that being said, I've got the Bucks going to the finals. It just feels like that move was made. And it's just one of those moves where it just leads them to going to the finals. It's not an outrageous take. I just look at Boston, and I think over the course of a seven-game series, Drew will just haunt them because Dane— I do, but I think that—picture this series. Mm-hmm. Boston against Milwaukee. I just think Giannis solidifies himself, and I did I did a lot of soul-searching on this. I think he solidifies himself. I think he beats Boston. I think— he, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I got them winning the title this year, and I think he solidifies himself as like a top 15 player ever. Yeah, man. I mean, that's a that's a, that's a a take that's a popular one and really one that's hard to argue with because he is that good and that dominant. And Lillard is going to be that guy that takes a big shot and probably make it. I um, mean, Lillard has hit two game-winning shots that have eliminated teams from the playoffs. I know. Doesn't get know. much more clutch than that, dude. No, it doesn't, and I'm not trying to downplay him. I just think that when your defense is really struggling on the perimeter against some guys deep into the playoffs like Boston has, that that could that could be tough. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Boston would sweep. I think they should go uh, and get Brogdon back. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know what the cap situation is, but they've got to be able to figure out a way to get him. I mean, I guess if oh, – I don't know what they're even – yeah, I have no idea what their assets are. They're a buyout team, though. I mean, they're definitely going to poach some guys in sure. the buyout yeah. market. Yeah. I mean, even even if they go out and they get like a Jalen Carter or or, or just like purely a, a defensive stopper of a guard, that's all they need. And also the other reason why I'm banking on it is because I think Dame – I know Drew was a was a pretty good offensive player. Right, he could bring the ball up a little bit. He made one of the greatest plays ever with that steal to the alley oop, and he could shoot it. He got hot and cold. Dame's one. Dame had. If Dame's team was any good last year, he might have won MVP. Right, like he had the best statistical year of his career. I think Dame's defense outweighs Drew's offense. Or excuse me, just flip that around. Yeah, I understand what you mean. I wasn't even going to correct you on that one. Um, yeah, I, I I totally understand your point. The other thing that makes me a little weary of Milwaukee is Middleton's been hurt a lot. Yeah, and I don't that know how good he is now. Hang up. Lopez too has has for a big guy who's already had some serious injuries. I think he's like thirty seven or thirty eight. His rookie year was two thousand eight. I know. So like, it, it, he's one bad fall away from being done. Don't get me wrong. If they're healthy, and this is why I I'm not going to. He's shit only on thirty five. What is he like? A year older than you? Whoa. Three. Um, (laughs) Thanks. But uh, no, I mean, listen, I'm saying that if the Lakers are healthy and I'm banking on LeBron and Anthony Davis, who all they do is miss time. But so it's it's however you want to play. I'm just playing the devil's advocate. I don't think it's a terrible pick. I just look at the Celtics team and Tom, they went to the finals. They're in the Eastern finals every single year. Like, and they've had Milwaukee's number as is. And now you go and get Drew Holiday away from them. Even if they get Dame, I I just feel better about the Celtics, but 
you're, you made a great point on the coaching for Milwaukee. I mean, Budenholzer, I even I think they won that 21 championship in spite of him. Yeah, he Budenholzer got a Mike McCarthy championship. I love that. Both <laughs> in the same market. Look at that. Absolutely, yeah. These Milwaukee coaches just riding coattails. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just I got the Bucks. I think that the Celtics are going to disappoint in the playoffs, and then Jalen Brown and possibly a bunch of other guys are not on that team anymore. Well, that that's the thing. This is their they're, they're going to get their they're going to get their flowers in the regular season, and then they're going to get stomped out, and it's going to be a dark summer for Boston. And hopefully, the Red I've, Sox suck too. I've made this comp on the pod. They are entering this era's Yankees territory. Where Absolutely. they're a really good regular season team, and they're they are in the, the playoffs Yankees, every year, and they're going to the playoffs every year. The only thing is the Yankees didn't make a World Series. But, That's true, but the Yankees, um, they won in 08, Yankees won in 09, storied franchise. I love what you're doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm speaking more so of this era, like the 2017 to now, where it started with this young crop of players, and you're exceeding expectations, and then you add the stars, and you're still going deep into the postseason, but you're not cracking through. And then it eventually is like, shit, did we miss our window? And you're right. They paid Jalen Brown. They're about to pay Jason Tatum. They're way over the luxury with Porzingis and Holiday. I mean, this team is – they're going to have to win, and then they're going to have to look at ways to navigate the second apron that's going to be coming their way. Um, and that's why I think that they're going to win the NBA championship. Okay. I think this is the That was the question. I know. We had to get there. So they lose to Golden State in six. Tatum doesn't play great. Brown's their best player, but we know he's a little bit flawed. They were not ready for what that Golden State team was. And now they they come back and lose after being down 0-3. They force a game seven and lose to this Heat team. That, let's just be honest, Tom, is tougher than them. And that's why I think Holiday means so much to this team. Oh, yeah. I think that's such a good of, point. I didn't even think of that, how much tougher and, he's going to make them. And I just think that Missoula in his second year is going to be a better coach than he was. I do, too. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to win because of him. I and think I they think are. Tatum, yeah, do you think that Missoula is going to make the difference? Because I still think in the series against, let's say, Milwaukee or, well, let's just say Miami, I still think Spolster is the better coach. I agree. And I just think the Celtics are – I'll, I'll tell you this. I have Missoula winning coach of the year. And I don't know if okay. that's because of his coaching job or just because I think the Celtics are going to be so good this year. I just think the Celtics are going to win 60 games. He's going to win coach of the year. They're going to disappoint in the playoffs, and then Jalen Brown's going to be gone, and he might get fired too. He might go like the guy in that. Uh, was it – who the hell was in Toronto? I, can't, I see his face, but I can't think of his name. When he won coach of the year and then got fired. Oh, Al, Alvin Gentry. Alvin Gentry, also Joe Girardi on Miami. That's right. Fun fact. Um, but yeah, I think I think they're both great picks. I uh, you're really starting to sell me on the Celtics. My hands shaking. I want to change my pick, but I'm not gonna. I'm sticking with the Bucks. You've got the Celtics. Yeah, stick with it. I've got the Bucks. Both great picks. Um, let's do some individual. Pretty crazy awards. that we don't have either of our Western teams winning, but we pretty much agree the West is better than the East, right? West is deeper than the East, but I think the top end of the East is better than the West. Okay. That's just how I feel. I think outside of the Nuggets, I think that the Celtics and the Bucks could beat anybody, and that includes the Suns and the Lakers. Fair. What do you think? I guess the, I have the Bucks. Have the, I think the Bucks are better, I guess, the, the including the Nuggets, too. 
because I have the Bucks have, beating the Nuggets. Just add it. Who's your other team in the West Final with Denver? I've got. Let me see. L.A. Lakers. Yes, sir. So you don't even have Phoenix in the West Final. No, sir. I don't. I. I don't know. I just. I think I like Bradley Beal in the regular season, but I think the lack of depth as well as the massive lack of a big man presence. Cause, and, and don't even bring up Jerkic's name, whatever his name is. Guy's <laughs> fucking just collected a paycheck for the I last like three Jerkic. years. I'm gonna keep, I'm going to keep Jerkic. I'm going to be thinking <laughs> he's, he's just, that all year. The guy has been getting paid. He hasn't, uh, for all I know, he hasn't played a game in – God, since uh, Cantor was on use, that team. I'm going to use that as an insult. If somebody's pissing me off, I'm going to call them a jerkitch. And yeah. going to know what they're talking about. <laughs> I, I honestly can't remember him since they were in the Western Conference Finals a million years ago. Um, so, I mean, for me, I just I, – I, I think that if Anthony Davis is healthy in a semifinals series against the Suns, the Lakers are going to go out and dominate. They just, I don't, I mean, listen, nobody's going to stop Booker, but I think Reeves defensively can slow him down. Nobody's going to stop KD, but also nobody's going to stop AD. Nobody's going to stop LeBron, and they're just going to beat the shit out of the Suns on the inside. So that's what I have too, dude. That's what I have too. That's why I took the Lakers and not the Suns because I thought you were going to take, I thought you were going to take the Lakers to win it all, to be honest. No, I couldn't get there. Uh, I just think the West is going to just be such a fucking pain in the ass for them that even wh- yeah. whoever they draw in round one is going to give them a hell of a series. I think I think the entire Western Conference this year, and we've already said it, is going to be a battle. I think I think the Celtics and the Bucks and a few other teams that are at the top, they're going to be able to waltz through their regular season. But the the West, I think they're really going to get beat up. Well, I also think the first round, right? So, like, in the East, like, let's just say in whatever order you want, Milwaukee and Boston, one and two, they're going to get, like, either Brooklyn or Orlando or maybe Atlanta or maybe Toronto. Yep. Like, they're not getting a great team, whereas in the West, it's like, you might get Oklahoma City. You You might might get get Minnesota. Exactly. (laughs) Like, you're going to get a bona fide team that can fuck around and push you to seven in the first round. Exactly, and that's where I just don't think Phoenix has the depth or the size to and the physicality. And I just see I, – I have PTSD, so anybody listening to the pod and Tom as my co-host here, you can tell me if this is just straight up in my head, but I am seeing a lot of parallels with this Phoenix team that I did with the Nets where they were super top-heavy – and you don't want to ever count out a team with Kevin Durant and Bradley and Bradley. I think Beal the Nets had. Booker. I think the Nets had way more depth than this team. Even so, I mean Harris when he was good was solid. Claxton is a. This team would murder an entire orphanage full of babies to have Claxton on their team. Like that's how <laughs> desperate they are for a center. I mean, I, I Cam Johnson last year. I think the Nets depth wise are a thousand times better last year than the Suns team. No, is. no, no. I'm saying I'm saying the depth that was on um, those teams from like 2021, 2022. Even then, even then, like yeah. look at last year. You had the guy fucking who was that? The shooter. What the hell was his name? Oh, you know. Watanabe. And fucking Watanabe well, going off. Well, Phoenix Cam- has him. Phoenix has him now. Oh, they got him. Oh, change yeah. it. Phoenix is winning the title. 
<laughs> no, but seriously, I, I'm just saying that was just one guy as an example. I mean, they really they don't have any bench at all. No, and I hate I. Hate, they don't even have they don't even have a center or a. I guess if Kevin Durant plays power forward, they don't even have a center or a small forward. They got Beal, well, they Booker, Durant. That's it. Yeah, they don't have like even a guy like a Blake Griffin or a Lamarcus Aldridge or a Jeff Green like those teams did, where it's just like here. I know. And not to say that those pieces were great, but like they're something. Uh, they're they're NBA something. players. Who who yeah. who's their who's their other two starters? I honestly couldn't even name it. It's like Tori and Craig and They have Tori Craig. Actually I think Tori Craig is in Indiana now. I don't even know who it is, honestly. I don't know who their starters are. I'm pulling up their depth chart right now. So we are looking at for Phoenix. We are looking at Eric Gordon, that was a big time addition. Uh he took less money to go there. Grayson True. Allen that they got in the in the Milwaukee deal. Uh, that three-way trade, and then Watanabe, Bull Bull, and Josh Akogi. And as long as Akogi doesn't have to shoot threes, that's not terrible. But Ooh, again, I, don't really, I, think, I don't really mind that depth, but you didn't name a single big man in there, so I'm sticking with it. That was my point, yeah. The depth's a little bit better, I have to say, but you know, I'm sticking with it. Um, and I feel good about putting the Suns as the one seed as well with that. Um, all right, you want to do individual awards? Yeah, man, let's wrap this up with some awards. All right. You know how I do it in the NBA. I go with a little theme. I like to pick my MVP to go with the guy who I think is going to win the title usually. MVP Giannis. Go ahead. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you had any more there. You know, I also like to do that. Uh, I think consistency is key. And at plus 750, according to FanDuel, I have Jason Tatum winning the MVP. By the way, uh, on the Simmons podcast again, I heard a statistic and but and this is this theory I don't think has ever worked out for us in picking the title, picking the MVP and the title got together. The reigning MVP of the last three or four years has never been higher than a three seed. So, <laughs> goddamn. So we suck. Well, let's buck that trend. Yeah, let's buck it. You have Tatum. I have Giannis. Defensive Player of the Year. I have Giannis. <laughs> he's just he's gonna take home all the hardware. He's got a finals, he's got an MVP, he's got greatest, a defensive player. The greatest year since Bill Russell won an NCAA Olympic and NBA title in the same year. Nobody's gonna beat that, but this is gonna be the closest thing to it. I have Bam Adebayo winning defensive player of the year with the Heat. I think he I mean, we saw what he did in the playoffs. About I think time. he's going to take even another step cuz it was he he showed flashes, but he never did it consistently and I love that he has uh Jimmy Butler who's just going to get at him all the time. Uh by the way, I'll just name these odds cuz this is what I wrote down. They're at plus 1200 or he's at plus 1200 to win. Yeah, well, maybe he'll start campaigning campaigning after the first game like he usually does. Rookie of the year. <laughs> I've got Wemby. Just, I don't. You predicted that they're going to shut him down. Doesn't matter to me. I think he's going to block everyone's shot, and I think I think he's going to average like probably eight rebounds and fifteen points a game with like three blocks. I think that's more than enough. How ridiculous was that sequence I sent you the other night? It's not fair, dude. It's he's not a human. He's not. Truly, he's not. I I just I'm looking at this award, and I think it's going to be a three horse race. Wemby is. He should win, so I'm being contrarian here, and it's simply because I don't know if he'll finish the season. Maybe he is that good, or it doesn't even matter. I know there's a lot of Chet buzz, but I'm actually going to go with Scoot. 
I think he's going to be incredible in Portland. I think that team's going to be his by the end of the year, and he's going to do so many things that as Wemby gets all the buzz, I think we're going to be looking out and being like, holy crap, look what Scoot did this year. I don't mind that pick at all, especially because he's definitely going to have the most opportunities out of any rookie, including Wemby, because he's going to have the ball all the time. So I really don't mind that pick. Um, most improved player I mentioned already, I got uh, Franz. You have anybody? Yeah, yeah, I got my boy Mikal. I think okay. this, I think I think Mikael Bridges having his own team now. We saw a little bit of it in the second half in the post. I love your homer picks. Year. I always love them. You know what, man? I had to do it somewhere, and if it wasn't going to be for this, I might have put him for defensive. But I think he's going to be really good, and he's on a team where it's like literally his team. How can, how more can you improve than being like a role player to the guy? Absolutely. Um, I you would have do... shat on me, and I would have shat on myself if I put Ben Simmons for any of these. So. Oh, I mean, come on! You you thought about for even a split second most improved player no, for Ben Simmons? Not, but Get you the said fuck Homer. At least this one makes sense. True. I'm not like blindly picking. I didn't do. Like by that. the way, I didn't do any of the the other award like the clutch player and whatever. No, no I'm cool with that. I didn't do clutch. Traditional awards for me only, which leaves the coach of the year. And I said already, I think that I had Joe Mazzulla winning coach of the year because the Celtics are going to win 60 games this year. So he's going to have to get some credit. And everybody shat on him for the entire summer, so I think they're going to throw him a bone, give him the award, and then they're going to fire him right after. <laughs> I have Frank Vogel. I just think the Suns team in the regular season is going to be so good, and I think he's going to be great. Um, Listen, if there's anybody job. to figure out defensively a non-center kind of thing, it's it's them. But also, like, and you mentioned it already, I saw that Jackson Hayes is on the Lakers. How could the Suns not get him? Especially, well, they were on in Bull Bull, who I think is really just fun. I don't think he's anything good. Bull Bull's awesome if you're playing Washington and you're up 15 in the second <laughs> quarter. I love him too. Don't get me wrong, but like, I need a guy that is gonna be he's gonna play his role. Which Bull Bull is a like you said, fun. He's gonna shoot a step back three on a, on a fast break that he blocked the guy and dribbled the ball down the court. He's not going to bang down low and grab rebounds for you. Absolutely not. By the way, uh, let's just wrap this up. I got the sixth man of the year. I picked that award. I'm going Knicks for the second year in a row. You had quickly last year. You're going to have Josh Hart this year. Wow. Okay. I am going to take, I took quickly again. Okay. I mean, he's, it, Entering restricted free agency, that sixth man, that, that's that exactly really why I picked him. him. Contract year. I mean, listen, if the Knicks, what that tells me, and it's kind of disappointing, but it is what it is, their Knicks are not re signing him. I, I think he's going to, I think there's going to be teams like Detroit and Orlando that Which, have a lot of money to spend. Another thing that tells me that kind of perks me up a little bit is that if the Knicks didn't re sign him, there's going to be a move made before the trade deadline. Oh, yes. Listen, the Knicks are that team where everybody should just just pay attention to keep what they're ears. doing. You keep your antennas up. That's it. Because they're going to be active. They, they've done things the last few years, but nothing crazy. I mean, Hart obviously worked great. Yeah. But you're going big game hunting if you're in that, and you see Philly kind of not where they want to be and Cleveland not where they want to be and Miami's there. Hell yeah. I'm rooting so hard against Cleveland. I'm rooting hard against uh, Minnesota, and I'm just hoping they get Brogdon as well. 
I don't really have to root against Portland. I think that's going to be – they're not going to win a lot of games out there. There's so much capital that the Knicks have where even if you lose a first, it's going to be like, who cares? Absolutely. You should be good for a long time. All seriousness, man, like regardless of how far you go, the Knicks are, should be in a position with Brunson as the guy that everybody's going to want to go play with. Randall, who's a really good player, so much roster flexibility. Barrett, whether he stays or he's a trade piece, there's no reason why the Knicks should be any lower than like a six or seven seed on a bad year. Absolutely. For Absolutely. a while. No, no doubt about it. They're building it the right way this time. I got my fingers crossed. Um, you got anything else on the NBA? You ready to start the season? I'm ready to start the season, man. We did it. We got a little lost on the Eastern Conference there. We'll figure it out. But I think I think at the end of the day, we, we are pretty much in lockstep. Listen, we had a hard time with the playoffs. You might have added a team to the league. I might have subtracted a team from the league. Who cares? Maybe you had the Sonics making the playoffs and that I didn't know about. Um, I battled the hiccups, so I apologize for that. But I, I, I won. Um, and we're ready to get the NBA season started, man. I'm excited. Me too, man. There's going to be a lot of content. Um Listen, the NBA never disappoints, man. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Anything else? Nah, dude. Everything else is good. Let's let's lock it in. Listen, we're on to Wednesday. We'll talk to everybody Wednesday. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>